thou canst make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and said unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. And straightly charged him forthwith, sent him away. And said unto him, See thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But he went out and began to publish it much, and to blaze it abroad the matter, insomuch that Jesus no more openly enter into the city, but was without in the desert places. And they came to him from every quarter. Lord, this morning, I am that leper. I'm that wasted life that you met with a little plea for compassion. You've been so kind. Thank you for this morning. Allow me to live to see this day and to stand here to speak the most gracious name ever known to man, the name of Jesus, and the most sacred article ever handed down to humanity, the Bible. And allow me, an unfit person, to speak the most fitted word in life, the Bible. Now, Lord, speak to us, I pray. Go beyond our hearing, go to our hearts. I depend on you as always. In the name of Jesus. You may be seated. I was in Calgary two days ago by invitation to go to a group of young people aged 17 and ranged to 15. And they were in a place where it's hoped that restoration will bring back to their life self-respect and what they long for. I thought, what could I say to make a hope rise from the derelicts of life to the epitome of heaven? I thought for scriptures and I thought for sermons, and then the greatest impact I could ever have was not a sermon. As powerful as sermon is, sermon always takes second place. To a life that has been changed. Testimony is more powerful than any sermon any preacher can preach. I don't care who preached a sermon. I don't care what his titles are. It can never match a testimony of a changed life. People will argue with sermons. They'll give you their version of the religion. They'll tell you what Bible they read. They'll tell you what doctrine they ascribe to. But you're never at the mercy of any philosophical thoughts when it comes to what Jesus did in me and for me. And so I contemplate what to say. And uh, Sister Cheryl was there too. And I was surprised to see you being there. I didn't know you were invited to. To the last minute you were there. And uh, I thought it was very commendable. But uh, the, the young looks in their faces. 
and I and I thought what to do, but I, I in in my search for response, I realized people don't want me to tell them what they already know. They want to know what they have not known. I cannot tell a dope addict or a drug addict about the ins and outs of a drug because they know more than I have. They have taken it. They've used it. They know the nickname of it. They know the call of it. They know the price of it. They know who sell it. But one thing they don't know is how to get off it and how to stay off it. And that's where my expertise is supposed to come in, how to get off and how to stay off and never fall off the wagon. That's where I believe I need to be. Because nobody care about the scientific molecules and, 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 and atomic formation of drugs. Who cares? They don't care. All they want is how can I get off and how can I stay off. And so I read an article too about a man with a PhD. He, from a child, went from one foster home to another foster home. He grew up in foster home, thrown here and there, and of course, during that time, abuse, physical, and all sorts. Been to many counselors, been a psychologist, a psychiatrist, you know, you get bounced around like a ball and thrown in life. I was reading an article, and so I presented it to them, and he said, I've never told anybody the story until I graduate with my PhD. He says, I've never told anybody the journey of life I've been through, and how I've been, I've been diagnosed I've been a lunatic. I've been diagnosed with all the, the, the names that you... And I wish I'd brought it today to show you the names they called him. And that and, and it's, it's just outrageous. He said, but somehow I did not let it destroy me. He said, and he showed his picture when he was a kid, how he looked and how he went through those experiences and from home to home to psychiatrist, psychologist, and how it went through. But somehow... He felt he could overcome one day. And he decided to change his life somehow down the road. Things began to happen. Went to school and, and, and bounced back and began to make the grades. Finally made the Ph.D. And he purposed in his heart to go to every, every native group. Because he was an American Indian. And you couldn't tell he was because he doesn't look like one, but he was. And he went to every, every native groups and tell them the story. He said, I began to tell them where I came from and they don't have to end up where others have been. He said, I made it my, my life journey to tell the story. In other words, I've got bragging rights. And that's my title. Bragging rights. You have a right to brag. You have earned the right to tell. You have earned the right to speak. And nobody is qualified to put a padlock on your mouth. And that man is telling a bunch of youth that they can have bragging rights. That they can rise from the ruins, take it to riches. That they can leave the pits and go to the palace. That they can turn around and turn corner. And end up with a changed life that nobody can deny, nobody can stop them, and they can have bragging rights. He said, I'm a living testimony. In case you think it does happen, I am. He's talking to dropouts. He's talking to people who are failures. 
He's talking to people who seem like they can't make it. He's saying, you can. Just look at me. He's not full of pride. He's as full of praise. I said, you may call that pride, but he called that praise. He's praising the fact that he came up out of the gutter mouth. I'm going to tell you, people who know where they came from, they're not proud. They're giving praise. They're not complaining. They're giving compliment to the source and the resource that brought them out of a degradation into divine graduation of a better life. You have a right to brag. You have a right to shout. Don't keep quiet. Tell it all. Show it on the mountaintop. Tell it in the streets. Tell it to the neighborhood what the Lord has done for you. If a sinner man who don't know God can brag on his turnaround, why should I not brag on my restoration from degradation? Why should I talk about my glorification from condemnation? I have a right to speak. As the praise goes up, my blessing keep coming down. I've got a right to shout, and I don't care who's offended. I don't care who ought to hear it. I'm going to keep on shouting. I came from the gutter boss to my PhD. Here's this man. The Bible said he was a leper. Now, you don't know what leprosy, but to him it was bad stuff. He knew he was cut off from humanity, his family, his friends, his social hope. He's a reject. He's an outcast. And he heard that Jesus is passing through. Hallelujah. And he contacted Jesus. And just a simple prayer, Lord, if you get me out of this mess, I will never keep quiet. Now, Jesus in those days was rejected of men. Jesus in those days, you wouldn't dare confess him. You wouldn't dare say you know Jesus. But here's a man that forget all about the mob talk and said, Lord, if you could just make me clean. That's all I'm asking you. I would love to live a clean life. Would you please intervene? I need a divine intervention. I need a divine interruption in my situation. If thou wilt, would you please will it? And I will be made clean. And the Bible said Jesus was moved with compassion. Church, I'm trying to tell you, if you know the compassion of Jesus Christ, you better share it with other people who are tormented still. You better tell others who got no hope and in distress that there's hope. And if they don't believe, say, look at me. The biggest testimony in this city is not Pastor Neil's sermon. It could be what's on the pews. What God did for you. What He brought you through. What He raised you from. And you have no business to keep your mouth quiet. You have no right to be quiet about it, honey. You ought to be shouting from the mountaintop. 
Go ahead, sit to me if you want to. But uh, you're not going to stop me from preaching. I'm going to tell you, you're a bunch of hypocrites. Uh, you love him in quietness. Uh, show it in the public what God done for you. Go tell the world what God did in your life. You don't have the rights to silence. And the Lord knew that this guy wouldn't keep quiet. And he stepped out. He said, My God, I you were in drugs like I was. And living a clean life like I am. I think there should be some thanksgiving around here. I said, if you went from a filthy life to a clean life, it happened by Jesus Christ's compassion. I think you got some bragging rights around here. Ah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not I am, I was. I was. Not I am, I was. Ah, come on now. Hey, God gave me bragging rights. I got a right to shout. My life is now cleansed. I'm a cleansed person. I got a right to tell you how and who and when and where and why. God did it. And you won't know if I didn't tell it to you. This Bible ain't worth a flip if it doesn't change life. You look at me very strange. I'm not strange. This Bible ain't worth the ink is written on if it doesn't change life. People are not impressed by the prince. They're impressed by the change that it wrought in the life of somebody who wanted to be cleansed. And they have been cleansed from a filthy living lifestyle to a holiness. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Is there anybody with bragging rights? Is there anybody feel clean this morning? Anybody here feel undefiled? Anybody here feel holy? Justified? Glorified? Sanctified? Baptized? And justified? Well, how did it happen, honey? It all happened through Him. And your neighbor needs to know about it. And your work needs to know about it. Your husband needs to know about it. Your wife needs to know. And your children need to know. And you ought to brag 24-7 how it all happened. You've got to brag it right. Blaze it abroad. Shout it on the mountaintop. Tell it to the valleys. Tell them wherever you go. In the shopping mall. Hallelujah. The Bible said Jesus said to him, don't tell anybody. This is too good to keep quiet about. It says he went and he blazed it abroad. What kind of church would we have in McMurray if people was to start blazing abroad where they came from and how they got to where they are? I want to tell you, honey, it would do more than you quoting scriptures to an unsaved world who don't even read their Bible. The only Bible they're going to know is you. The living word. The live of stones. Because somebody know one time you were an addict. And now you got holy habits. Hey, you were cast away. And now you're turned around. 
Somebody to know where have you been? Who touched your life? You need to brag on Jesus. Hello? Jesus could not walk because of this man. That's amazing. The guy was so powerful, Facebook couldn't come close to him. Hello? Twitter's could have matched him. Amen. Texting wouldn't wouldn't outdo this guy. This guy will not shut up. He's always talking up. They said, shut up. He said, no, you mean shut up. The more they try, the louder he gets. That's what God wants from people in this church. I'm going to tell you right now. There are those who will be intimidated, but God doesn't mind if they're intimidated as long as He's venerated. As long as He's worshipped. You tell them it's not pride, it's praise. The man is carrying the bed on his shoulder. How else would they know if I'm the same guy? Except they see the evidence. Well, don't you know this is a Sabbath day? He says, so what? Let me tell you something greater than that. Friend, there's a man called Jesus. Hallelujah. He told me, take up your bed and walk. And I did what he said. And I'm walking in the light, in the truth, and the revelation, and the light that God gave me. You need to bear it out to him. The best said, great was the company that published what God has done. The man says, they said, well, we know he's a sinner. He said, look, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. But one thing I know, this blind man says, I was blind. I was a blind person. And I said, Cheryl, please get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. And, and maybe I may make, I hope people hate you because I tell them this. Because hate to me means loving them even more. I could not believe that Sister Cheryl would pay a plane fare to fly down to that conference fly back, rent a car, and run her own pocketbook just to talk for half an hour. A lot of you would say, that's stupid. That's a waste. Now, forgive me for saying this about you. I didn't even ask your permission to do it. I don't need it either. I'm the bishop. You're not. I can preach what I want to. And I thought to myself, it costs so much for a car, gas, insurance, flying over. But honey, the woman that Jesus Christ blessed didn't consider the price of the alabaster box. When she brought the evidence in a place where everybody's quiet about Jesus. And the only time they spoke up was when they criticized. Hello? Hello? I'd rather her wailing at his feet than wailing at a wall. There is no response at a wailing wall but wailing at his feet. 
It's beautiful. It brings good tidings of good things. He said, Woman, there's sins in God. Hello? And I tell you, friend, when the sisters started telling our story, it was us. All of those girls just paralyzed like this. I want to tell you, friend, no sermon could match that. And the next day, Sister, Sister Jose came. He says, I mean, Sister Carter, pardon me. Forgive me for saying that. Sister Carter came. He said, Pastor, what was I to say? I said, I ain't going to tell you nothing. You go there and you stand right there and let Jesus talk through you. And boy, when she stood there and started starting from her beginning to where she's at, ushed. It's just ushed. Ushed. Hallelujah. And the hero was J-E-S-U-S. And when they were done, we asked him what was... It was a sermon that affected them. It affected them? The bragging on Jesus. The common thread was that we can go back from where we came from. Knowing that there's hope. They said, would you pray in our room? Their walls were plastered. Would you pray in our room? One more said, would you come to my room and pray? And put this, the time is up. Would you come to my room to pray? It was not the sermon. It was the ability of Jesus Christ. Hello, to change the life. The evidence is not the scripture. The evidence is out of the scripture. They could not deny that Lazarus is alive. Somebody need to bring on Jesus. I said somebody need to get up and bring on Jesus. Think about it. He blazed it abroad. Now, church, in those days, if you blaze anything about Jesus Christ, they push you out of the temple. Hello. It's about time you don't let anybody let you keep your seat. You've been the first one to jump up and define what God does. And who don't like it too bad? There's some swines out there. Go join them if you wish to. But for me and my house, we're going to praise the Lord for all that the Lord has done. I'm going to tell the world that Jesus is alive. And Jesus is the answer for all your problems and all your situation. There's none better than Jesus. Hallelujah. You think I'll be left out of the picture? I'm going to tell them where I came from. Then they turned to Brother Carter and said, Now, you tell us where you came from. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every person that God has been good to ought to offer him right now praise. 
God as being good to you. Now you see, bragging rights don't mean you're proud. It means that you get a right to thank God to take you out of misfortune and put you in a life of fortune. Hallelujah. Thank God for bringing you out of curses and bringing you into Christian praises. Thank God for allowing you to be able to hallow His name. Thank God that you're able to adore the one who lifts you up from the guttermost to the uppermost room. Come on! You ought to hail Him. You ought to celebrate Him. You ought to boast on Him. You ought to brag on Jesus. You ought to confess Him. You ought to talk about thanksgiving to God. Oh, come on, somebody. Well, I don't want anybody to know my business. Guess what? When you hit the dust, everybody knows. So they might as well know why you're in cloud nine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, God has been good to you. Amen. There's nothing wrong if you break on where you... Oh, God bless you. I tell somebody, look, man, don't you ever talk about God if your story will have a happy end. Praise God. But never get tired of telling what the Lord has done. You see, when you start bragging on Jesus, people confuse your praise for pride. Well, they keep talking about themselves. Well, who else should I talk about? Hello? Oh, we don't assume talking about you, sister. I didn't get a permission to do it. No, it is. They can sue you for anything. Hello. Hello. Well, one time I was a dope addict. Now, I'm a hope addict. Hello. One time I was addicted to cigarettes. Now, I'm addicted to the ministry. Hello. The, the man told us in Jerusalem, I was shocked out of my way. That Jesus went to Canaan, went to a wedding. Now he knew there's no one there. He knew that. You think he didn't know that? It was a setup. He went to the saw God. He said, "Mary, give me a drink." He said, "Son, there is no drink." They said, "It's over." And he said, "Woman, my hour has not yet come. Give me a drink." And so she said to the people, whatever he says, do it. Now, I didn't know why she said that. But the Jewish guy told us why. You guys forgot what she she said. He said, all that was left was what you wash your hand and your foot in. Water. Wash, pot, water. Water that you don't do that with. But you're talking about a Jesus who loves spitting on people's face. Spitting on your tongue and your ears and see and ear. Crazy Jesus. Gonna be crazy one more time. You mean I must go? That's what they say. You mean I must go and get that water that people wash their hand and their foot in and bring it to him? He says, yeah, bring it. 
The Jews, God says that's what it did. So when Mary says, obey him, even though it don't make sense, do it. But he didn't get the message, but I got the message. I thought, oh my God. That's why Mary said that. What if he said, just do it? So he brought it back. Dirty water. Gave it to Jesus. But there's a guy in the Bible who did that before. What's his name is? Elisha. If he can do it, Jesus can do better. Hello? And gave it to Jesus. But notice where it was put. In a pot of purification. Oh. Jesus took your dirty life. And stick you in a Pentecostal stew. And begin to brew a new life in you. Oh my God! If any man is in Christ, if any woman is in Christ, you're a new creature! Lord have mercy! The God of Rahab is here! The God of Ruth is here! Now, he didn't drink it, but he said, go give it to the governor. Hello? <laughs> you know why? He wanted to shot the governor. And then the governor took it and says, <laughs> you know you're drinking dirty water. Folks, you're looking at a guy who had a dirty life one time. But will pass through Jesus Christ's filter. Oh, somebody help me shout. I have a right every time I get a chance to talk about it. Who don't like it? That's your problem. But I know where I came from. I know where I'm at. And I know where I'm headed. He turn, turned my trash into treasures. I have a right to speak. I was from the wash spot. But bless God, I'm in the... Oh, come on now. Ain't the, the manna pot. I'm blessed by the Lord. Hello. He said, look, wow. He kept the best for the last. That's contrary to life. Your first life was a mess. And now here you are. You're a celebrity. Hey, honey, if God invites you to high places, go to the high places. Going up to the high places. If God want to bring you there, please come and tell us. Testify. If anybody don't like it, say, excuse me, please, while I praise the Lord. Yeah. Going up to the high place. When God promotes you, come here and brag on it. God give you a new car, drive up there and spin the tire. Come on, somebody. God give you a mink coat, come and mink for us. Hey, come on, somebody. God give you a piece of bread. Come here and eat it before us. Come on. It's time to brag on your God. I know how your backs are. Sit like that until you're praising God, you lazy bunch. Get up and worship the Lord. Woo! Hallelujah! Praise God! Praise God! 
Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Sit down for a while. Excuse me, honey. I'm not saying I'm better than others, but I can't help being thankful and reflect it with a shout, not with a spout. Hello? Hallelujah. I know a lady one time in the church I came from, I got, I got saved before I met her, because I sure wouldn't live for God if I saw her first. I don't think God was an abuser. She cried like an abuser, one be misused, never had a smile on her face. I'm not surprised she backslid. I'm glad, I'm glad she backslid to kick her out. Go. Don't come back. Don't look at me like that. Don't come back. Make God look bad. You know God do t- terrible spies were bad? He buried them. You know God doing good spies? He showed them off. Come on, that's right. Hallelujah. I'm not holier than anybody else. I'm just grateful to be justified. I'm not self-centered. I'm just appreciative of the blessings. When I talk about my car and my house, don't you hush me up. Don't you tell me I'm proud. I'm reflecting God's goodness. I'm trying to justify God before a starving world. Hello? Because you're having famine, the message on you. I'm in Goshen. Hallelujah. I'm not superior. I'm just elated. I'm being glorified. I'm so glad God's lifting me up. I have a right to shout. When I come and say, God, promote me. You don't know what I've been through before I was promoted. But I hang in there. I have a right to shout. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I'm not going to walk through that door looking poor just to make you feel I'm one of you. No. That's your problem. If you want to shout, I'm selling in, that's your problem. But I'm going to Paris. I'm going to rush at this. Oh, come on now. And I come back in my, amen, my tuxedo. <laughs> well, shout out the hot out of the higher. Hallelujah. Brother Jar, where are you at? He taught me something coming from, from, uh, from, uh, from Jerusalem. I've always driven those dirty yellow cab. You be driving a limousine. I thought, my God, I'm the bishop, not him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, I said, boy, you take the cab and I take the limousine. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't look cheap just to be among the cheap folks. Reflect God's goodness. Reflect God's kindness. Come on. You're not competing with others. You're just grateful God gave you a turnaround. Come on, somebody. Children of God need to have a right to brag. Praise God! That's how people get saved! That's how people want your God! Ruth saw what Naomi... Gave us and I want that. I want your God. I want your people. Woo, hallelujah. Let's worship God. He said, look, he blazed it abroad and Jesus was honored. And Jesus was glorified. God 
in Psalms, turn there, let me pray before I finish today. I'm trying to talk to you folks. People, best reference of God is where He brought you from. You don't stutter and stumble. You know the day and the hour God visited you. You know when God took rags and gave you riches. You know when God cleansed you from your whatever you were. And I have a right to speak. I'm telling you, everywhere I go, people think I'm rich. They all think I'm rich. I don't care what they think. I just live what I enjoy. Hello? I don't believe Christianity should make me feel worse. I should feel better. Praise God. If I have a long face, it's not my father's age. I had nothing to do with it. Age messed me up. But in my heart, there's joy. Hallelujah. If I had my way, my hair would stay. But left without permission. Hallelujah. But I'm happy Christian. I have a right to let you know that. I have a right to, ha- to act it. It's a good life. Live for God. It's so wonderful to know. He's my reward. Every day is better. I want to tell you, my worst day in Christianity is better than my best day in the world. Praise God. Look at Psalms. God opened my eyes today to see this. He said, Pastor Nina, I want you to tell my people this. The word praise means brag. Where's the saints? Let's praise God. Brag on it. You know, I, I, I don't keep friends that are poor. I just don't. Because they don't reflect Jesus Christ. They're poor because they're poor in giving thanks. As the praises goes up, the blessing come down. Now, right behind Judah, we saw a desert. Nothing from the desert goes up, so nothing comes down. Except sandstorm. And it's sand in your mouth. I was in Nigeria. I saw the guy with mink coat on. I thought, oh, my God. What would he wear here? Buffalo? <laughs> Wait, what's cool for him? For me, it was fine. Look, Psalm 145, what it says. What does 145 says? Praise what? What it says? Come on, folks. Psalms. Our Lord. I will extol thee. Extol me. I'm going to beat you up. My God. I'll brag on you. Amen. Hello. Look at 146. Brag ye the Lord. Brag the Lord, oh my. So, 147. Brag ye the Lord. Brag him! How could you sit there? You got to overfed or something. You're too heavy. This church did a weight loss group here. Please, folks, for a weight loss here, please. We're too heavy. Get up and worship God. Praise Eva. Let's start a, a, a weight loss in this church. You, you folks, to an ease in Zion. Come on. Praise Eva. Praise Eva. Praise Eva. Praise Eva. 
That's why we tell folks, be careful when you come to church. Torn jean. Don't you ever do that. And tuxedo to go to party. Hello. I got bragging rights. Amen. God being too good to me. Hallelujah. The shoes I wear, God gave it. The shirt I wear, God gave it. The house I live in, God gave it. The breath I have, God gave it. Come on, somebody. Some trusted horses. Oh, come on now. I wish you would read the last three Psalms for yourself and see how good David knew how to brag on God. And the Bible says, that's a man after my heart. Let me tell you. You can fast through your skin and a girl called, what's her name? Twiggy in England. It don't do any good. Hello? When you want a bit of good, you're going to die like everybody else. The worm just won't be happy with you. you come down here meager and skinny thing. Well, see, guys like me say, here he comes. We waited long for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. But church, I want to tell you, David, I'm going to shock you now. You can't find a scripture where David was involved in long fasting. But David is obsessed with praise. He that offered praise glorifieth me. I'm going to tell you this. Do not hang around people who don't have a praise. Number two, don't hang around people who will not hear your praise. Look at them while you're talking. If they get nervous, just tiptoe. Give them a piece of gum and walk away. Give them the chew on. I called my friend. In fact, he called me. He said, how was your trip? I said, boy, you missed it. I started bragging. I said, man, we went to places that are not on the schedule. He said, who? I started to let him wish he was there. By my testimony. I said, mama. He said, oh, Neil, oh, Neil, don't do that to me. I want him to know. I, I, I said, oh, we didn't even go to Egypt yet. We're in Jerusalem. And that was great. He said, next year I'm going to try it. I hope you got the same God. You know, he wants to try it. He wants to what? Try it. You know how I got the Holy Ghost? I watched people talk in tongues. And I was, I was just flattered by it. Wow, how do you do that? And they couldn't tell me, so I went seeking for it. And ended up getting him too. Come on, somebody. Somebody need to brag on Jesus. I've got a right to sing and shout. I've got a right to rejoice. Hey, you kids. Hey, hold it. You kids, what you experience is not normal in your life. It's not normal, kids. We go on vacation like that. It's not normal. It's not free. It costs money. 
And you didn't pay a dime. You just sit there and cause problems. All you did. <laughs> and make demands. <laughs> That's all they did. Make demands. Buy this, buy that. Right in my king, where's he at? Right there. Here he is. All right. It's not free. It costs money. A whole lot. But don't you think is it good to see God? That make it happen? Hello? Hello? You know, a man said to me yesterday, why is Canada so blessed? And why don't we have the problem the world is having? I can't ex- explain those things. I don't know. I don't want to offend the world. But the one thing I'm glad, I'm here. Yes. Now I'll tell you, Freddie, if I come from a place that is having distress right now, and I'm in a place of bless, I'm going to be more faithful to God yeah. than I've ever been. Because I realized I could have been there. But somehow, he said to me, and they asked me, did you hear any, two guys asked me from Blueville State, did you hear any guns? We never heard a gun one time. Not even one time did we hear one shot fired. We never see any army trucks running around, or men walking guns to shoot us down. Not one bullet fired. The sea was calm. They said, what? I said, absolutely calm. I said, every time we travel, there's always been the way. I have a right to brag on that. No, I know. I know what we're going to say. You bigots. Do you know at Jerusalem, we saw those people go to the shrine, bowing down. And I thank God, oh God, thank God. I have a right to brag. We had service, and we start clapping. And everybody looking at us. strange. Because in their temple they said, be. The boogeyman is coming to get you. Watch out. Poof. Well, bless God. We go to the Mount of Olives and we start. Woo, hallelujah. What? We got right to shout. It said, praise the Lord. The next time somebody tell you, you know what? I just bought me a brand new house. So come on, honey, let's let's dance. Woo! 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 Dance, come on, girl, dance. <laughs> she don't be the dance. I'm trying to dance. <laughs> Hallelujah! When somebody bring you good news, shout. Rejoice with me. Rejoice with me. Mary and Elizabeth rejoice together. Come on, church. You've got bragging rights. Do it. Use it. And bless my heart. Bless worship the Lord. Bless the Lord.